My name is Barbara Clifford and I have an unstoppable passion to create order out of chaos. I'm on a mission to help managers, business owners and CEOs to unclutter the chaos and break free from the shackles of overwhelm so that they wake each day inspired and motivated to work in peak performance and live on purpose. During these solo podcasts, I lift the lid on my journey to minimize stress and maximize time. I will share with you the mistakes, the celebrations, the joys that come from helping busy people just like you to increase your productivity and your impact in the world around you, to go from chaos to calm, from stress to strength. There are three common myths about stress management. The first myth is that stress is bad for you. Well, in actual fact, we need stress. We need stress in order to be able to perform and achieve certain goals and functions just to live a normal life. For example, when you go to the gym, you're putting your body under stress in order for you to maintain a healthy lifestyle, to do cardiovascular work, to do muscle strength, all of those things. And that's a vital part of human life. We need that physical activity in order to live a healthy lifestyle. We need to be under a little bit of stress in order to perform. Research shows that if there's not stress there, we actually won't perform at our best. So for example, if you need to make a presentation in a boardroom, that can be a little bit stressful. You put yourself on a little bit of edge, but you do that in order to perform. When we need to achieve goals or outcomes, we're pushing ourselves and we're, we're actually creating a little bit of stress in order to do that. And of course, we need stress as part of the fight or flight response in order to stay alive from major threats or to be able to resolve problems like when we've lost our wallet or we can't connect to the internet when we can resolve those stressful things very quickly we need stress in order to be able to perform those outcomes so to pursue a goal of being stress-free is actually unrealistic and dangerous. The key is being able to find how we make stress work for us. We turn it on when we need it and when and we turn it off when we don't need it. Myth number two is that well-being programs are the best thing to manage stress. Now you can have well-being programs in your business or your corporate organization where People, the organizations might be providing you with subsidized yoga or gym memberships or regular health programs or retreats. And people sometimes go on retreats, wellness retreats, and go on cruises and go on holidays and actually check out for a period of time. Sometimes people will do things like drinking alcohol, going for after work drinks or uh, going having massages now don't get me wrong I'm not saying any of those things are bad and that you shouldn't do it they definitely help with your stress however they are more a reactionary and a soothing solution to the problems that stress causes unfortunately you still have to go 
back into the environment that's stressful. This is only alleviating the pain and cre creating some relief. So you're getting some relief from the stress and the symptoms of stress that you're experiencing. It's not actually preventing the stress from occurring in the first place or giving you the tools to be able to manage the stress in the moment. It's only just giving you some relief, temporary relief from the stress that you're experiencing. Now, having relief is still good. It's obviously stopping the cortisol from being produced, but then you're going back into the frying pan. So we want to be able to try and turn down the heat on the stress that's occurring in the first place. And the myth number three is the little things don't matter. That's not true. So if we have constant exposure to stress, then that is a constant level of cortisol that we're maintaining in our system. If we're always on, then the cortisol is always on. Now to give you an example, where I've seen this at its worst is when people are on call. Now you might be at home, you may even be sleeping, but there is still an element in within your system and within your psyche where you're ready to act in a moment because you're on call. If that phone rings, you need to hear it and you need to be alert and ready to answer it. If you've ever been in a really deep sleep and you haven't heard the phone ring or you've slept through the alarm, that's a really good solid sleep, isn't it? So if you have to sleep with one ear open, ready to wake up when that mobile phone rings because you're on call, there has to be a little bit of cortisol in your system. You need to be able to respond to that call straight away. You don't want to be on the call going, what? sorry, what did you say? You need to be really reactive. So that means you have to have cortisol in your system ready to go and fire into action when you need to. So having that constant cortisol in your system is not healthy. We need to be able to, again, switch it off and switch it on when we need it. Now, by the same token, it's the little things that you can do that can actually reduce the cortisol and put beautiful hormones into your system that help with your well-being. We're talking about things like serotonin, endorphins, dopamines, all those lovely hormones that actually help you to live a quality of life and feel healthy and alive and actually keep you in a good state. So we want to be able to do the little things that can produce those little bits of of hormone for us. So for example, serotonin is produced by laughing and happiness. It can also be produced by walking outside and going outside and being in the environment and just smelling the fresh air. So simple thing, right? It doesn't take much smiling is not a hard thing to do. How can you create smiling and laughter in your day more to give you a serotonin boost? Something so little that can make a big difference. And when I say little things that turn into big things, I want you to think about a dripping tap and putting a bucket underneath a dripping tap. You don't think the drip is much, but within a couple of hours, that bucket is full of water. And the same goes for the drips of hormones that go into your system. It can be the drips of cortisol, or it can be the drips of all those good hormones that we put pump into our system. So if you want to learn how to transform your stress 
into a source of strength, actually using your stress to work for you when you need it and turning it off when you don't. If you want to know how leaders are able to function in stressful situations for the long term and be sustainable and healthy, then I'm running a free challenge, a stress to strength challenge, where you're going to learn seven simple tips, tools and strategies that you can apply daily. And they're so simple, but yet will have a big impact and you can benefit from them straight away. So if you want to know more, please make sure you drop a message below. Thank you for listening to the Busy Working Women podcast. If you want to know more, head over to Facebook and search for our group, Busy Working Women Owning Their Lives. Join over 3,000 women from all over the world taking control of their busy lives to feel less overwhelmed and more in control. If you want to connect with me personally, visit timetamer.com.au and access a whole bunch of free resources. I can't wait to connect with you. Remember, be kind to yourself and take time for yourself.